Welcome to the Business Big Bang Theory, a podcast from the Business Centre where we talk about all things small business. Welcome to the New South Wales Government's Business Connect webcasts on business disruption. My name is Steve Waite, a Business Connect advisor and CEO of the Business Centre. Business Connect is a dedicated program funded by the New South Wales Government and delivered through a network of independent service providers to help you start or grow your small business. Whether your hotel is closed or remains open, we'll give you some insights on things you need to do to, to consider and give some strategies and tools how to deal with the current crisis. Now we're going to look at about five areas today uh, and we're going to do that with our guest. Uh, the first thing we'll look at is the importance of communication, authorities and understanding regulations given the changing nature and fluid nature of the pandemic. We'll also look at planning and sustaining a supply or key supplies and materials so you can operate your facility effectively. We'll look at the area of visitor and guest screening and, and safe business operations. And then towards the end of our conversation with our guest, we're going to look at business continuity plans and profit protection plans and talk a little bit about the way that the market is operating and costs, fixed costs, labour costs, etc. Now all of those areas will highlight for us uh, how we can uh, look at the tourism sector and look at how we can respond and, and uh, avoid damage and get the most positive results despite the disruption. And the person we've got here to help us with that is Will Creedon. Will's got over 25 years of experience in hospitality and tourism. He successfully operated multiple styles of vacation and leisure businesses and currently operates a number of hotels and accommodation enterprises. Will is going to give some practical insights and some personal insights about how he has had to change his business operations to both survive and adapt through the impact of this pandemic. Will is the Managing Director of Ologio, a well-respected property management expert entrusted with leading properties and boutique hotels throughout New South Wales and Queensland. Ologio, of course, meaning accommodation in Italian. Uh, with, uh, Will's got successful operation at multiple styles, however, of tourism and leisure businesses. He was born and bred in Ireland. Will settled in Australia almost 20 years ago and with the Roche family uh, developed the popular Harrigan's Irish pub chain, assisting in establishment or, uh, and as general manager of Hunter Valley Gardens, which many people would know. Incorporating the Southern Hemisphere's largest commercial attraction, Garden, as well as numerous associated hospitality businesses. In December 2008, Will ventured to Newcastle to operate a well-known hotel and has since grown and managed a number of successful restaurants, cafes, bars, accommodation offerings, as well as establishing numerous community events. Will has regional and international tourism and destination expertise and has been an industry advocate for the growth of tourism industry in Australia, New South Wales, through events, infrastructure, experiencing, experiencing uh, activities and uh, also uh, all levels of government. Will, it's wonderful to have you with us again. Thank you. As always, we begin our, the, our webcasts with a question about, you know, where, where are you at? How has this been for you as a business owner personally, given the ups and downs of this thing, and where are we now? How's it, how's it been for you? Oh, look, it's been a, a moving feast um, for our business, but uh, more importantly for the team within the business. You know, um, <clears throat> you know way back in late January when... Um, the border shut to China and into Korea in February, uh, mm -hmm. and then of course uh, March 23 when there was lockdown. Um, mm -hmm. You know, this, the the effects that had on the individual within that make up our team were varied. Mm -hmm. You know, some some people um, took it really well mm -hmm. um, and camouflaged their mental health. Mm -hmm. Some people exposed that anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, some people. Um, it, it absolutely, um, they developed passion and energy. Mm. And, you know, through the last number of months, um, it's varied. 
And, um, you know, as a team, no, no different to um, our communities, mm -hmm. there's been ups and downs. Mm -hmm. um, we've had to deal with um, uh, isolation and deal with, um, um, and they've had to deal with neighbours that um, some, some cases saw ghosts and some cases saw reality. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and along the way, they've had their own families to deal with. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. so it's been very difficult. Yeah. But also, it's been quite inspiring. Yes. You know, individuals, God bless them, mm. coming together mm. and joining together mm. and foraging a way forward. Yeah. And, um, and for me, it's been looking through that, watching it and witnessing it every day. Mm. Um, and I understand um, my place in that is mm. to ensure that they're safe mm -hmm. and to bring a, a level of calmness to mm. them and to their families mm. so that we're here for the long time. Mm -hmm. and, um, uh, and I know all business owners and all leaders in community have to do the same, mm. uh, regardless what they're leading. Mm. Um, being mm. calm, mm. understanding what is actually the evidence yeah. versus the unrealities. You can't disconnect from it, can no, you? No, you can't. No. You know, and no we're, we're human at the end of yeah. the day. We all make yeah. mistakes and we get a few things right too. Yeah. Well, you know? we, we've had a couple of conversations in preparation for this and I thank you for that time and consideration. And I think you've, you've probably brought a lot of that personal insight as well as your, you know, your professional industry experience to what we're going to talk about today. So we've got sort of five areas to look at. And the first one we thought we'd try and tackle is this area of, of businesses, hoteliers, people in the accommodation services uh, industry, hospitality industry. Um, one of the most important aspects, particularly for this industry, as we found, is, is this communication with authorities mm -hmm. and interacting with authorities around regulation. There are many instances that we've all experienced already uh, with regard to specific facilities or locations uh, with issues around uh, how many people can legally be on the site, demarcation of the site in terms of the four metre rule, the 1.5 metre rule, and then even uh, permits and regulations and breaches and fines. It's, 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 it, what's, what's your thoughts about this whole regulation? How, how are you dealing with it? And we'll look at some of the specifics. Yeah, look, I suppose Look, it's there for us, mm -hmm. our protection. Yep. Um, and yes, it might be troublesome. Mm -hmm. And yes, it might be seen as a barrier. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, it's there mm -hmm. to ensure that we're safe. As yeah. Now, but it's our responsibility as individuals and mm -hmm. as owners mm -hmm. to ensure it's enforced. Mm -hmm. So like anything, you have to go to the, to the, to the true source. Yeah. And in New South Wales, the yeah. true source of that yeah. is Service New South Wales. Yeah. Like, Myself and my XCOM team mm -hmm. are on that site every day, I think we, yeah. and yeah. including the ATO. Yeah. And if we're not unsure of something, we don't go down the road and ask the neighbour. Yeah. We actually call Service New South Wales yeah. to articulate it to us. Yeah. So we, now, that is very important yeah. because certain geographies may have different regulations depending mm. on mm. where they are mm. in light of the coronavirus. Yeah. You know, there's, <clears throat> there's outbreaks at different stages and some yeah. places may go into a further sort yeah. of hibernation than others. Yeah. And we need to be aware of that, yeah. you know. And also it means that there's some natural um, things that are happening right now, for example, in the south coast, the floods mm -hmm. that have actually that actually has changed how we have to be, how we have as a business mm -hmm. to deal with those regulations because mm -hmm. of a natural disaster as well. Yes, yes. So the most important thing is getting the sense of truth, yeah. the actual truth, yeah. and there is only one body. Yeah. Go back to Service New South Wales. And when we spoke about that today, I was sharing with you how specific the NewSouthWales.gov.au site is mm. with regard to specific facilities, 
the times at which there are ex exposures and the sites at which people can then go and uh, get a COVID-19 test. So yeah. you need to have your ear to the ground, and I'm sure it's so true for your industry, but, and so you need to listen, yeah. uh, you know, not gossip or scuttlebutt, but you need to be aware of actual threat. But at the same time, you, you need to be clear about what the facts are. And that's so important for organisations like yeah. yours. Like all we have, that's our base. That's our starting point. Yeah. And, and, you know, as we, as time goes on, the authorities and us mm. are learning mm -hmm. and we're adapting mm -hmm. and subtly changing and nuancing different things for mm. different sectors yeah. within our sector. Yeah. So it's important to, to understand this is a living, breathing, mm. changing environment. Mm. We're going to go into some specifics around um, supplies and supply chains and key supplies to operate, but I want to go a little bit further in, into this. And a, an example we spoke about, which might be useful to unpack for people to, to hear, is what does happen when a facility is shut down from your insights and experience? Yeah. Not that you've had one in your group, but you'd, you'd be working very closely with colleagues. Yeah. So what happens when my pub or my cafe or my hotel is shut down? What, what actually occurs? Mm. What, what who is the agency that does that? What are the costs? Who bears the costs? What happens? Yeah. Deep cleaning? What goes on? Yeah, oh, look, so firstly, the most important thing, you know, is you have a COVID plan. Yes. And the COVID plan, and I'm going to get to all of that now in a second, but the yep. COVID plan is actually, is a framework, not just because it's a plan, but it actually gets you in a, in a frame of mind mm -hmm. to think about what could happen mm. and actually start thinking about, hang on a second, if it does happen, what do I need on my mobile phone to call mm. in case it does happen? Yeah. Now, so to go through it, if something is to happen, and please God, it won't, but mm. the likelihood, mm. to be honest, mm. is you're going to be in an area mm. over the next 150 weeks mm. that there is going to be an outbreak. Mm. So that's the reality. Yeah. The next thing, mm. okay, that COVID plan is unbelievably important. Why? Mm -hmm. One, it shows to the authorities and to yourself to your staff and to your customers that you've been doing things right. Mm. It also highlights to you what you should have been looking for. Mm. The, th the next part is, you know, there is a reason why when you walk into a facility, mm. be it a restaurant, a cafe, an office or whatever, mm. they take your name. Mm. Now, yes, you can write it down. It's better to do a QR code or mm -hmm. electronically. Why is it better? Mm. Because under the legislation or regulation, you've got 24 hours to turn that written hand piece of paper mm -hmm. into a digital piece of paper. Yeah. Why is that important? So that when the traces come, mm. they can actually go very quickly mm -hmm. and help protect your community, mm -hmm. your customers and your staff members. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously there's fines if you don't have that in place. Yes. The next part is if, it, if, it, if the health authorities our authorities find mm. that there is being a COVID plus positive in your location, mm. then there'll be immediate shutdown. The health authorities will do that mm. immediately. Mm. What will happen next is you should have preempted that and said, well, what cleaners in my area mm. actually have the skills, mm. are accredited mm -hmm. to actually do that deep clean? Right. Because the costs lie with you, the owner. Right. It's important. Yeah. Now, you will not be open unless you do the deep clean. Mm. Now, the other thing is the ch there's the 99% chance that the reason that person was there has got nothing to do with your facility. They just happen to be passing through yeah. and you just happen to be unlucky. Mm. It's not because you didn't do anything wrong. No, no, so no. mentally and psychologically, yeah. you need to reassure yourself yeah. and your team mm. and, mm. your, and your customers. Mm. The other part is, mm. 
like I said, the chances are in your location, you're mm. going to have a positive. Mm. It means that you need to have a statement ready. Mm. You need to have a plan ready for your staff. Yeah. You need to have a statement ready for your customers mm. and for your suppliers. Yes. They need to know that you're on top of your it. Your landlord, insurers, everyone. Absolutely. Mm. Everybody mm. needs to be known. Mm. Because there could be a chance that you're out of business mm. for a week, mm. a fortnight, or longer. Mm. Now, you need to also ask your insurance company, if you have gross profit insurance, are you eligible? Mm. And if you're not, do that now. Don't wait till it happens. Yeah. Find out yeah. and make adjustments if you need to. Yeah. All of these things are really, really important. Yeah. You know? If you're enjoying our podcast today, make sure you rate and review Business Big Bang Theory through iTunes and follow and share us on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn at The Business Centre. The biggest thing, though, genuinely, away from all of this, is the psychological effect it'll have it on your team mm. and your customers. Mm. You have to figure out and nurture them back into your business yeah. because it will have yeah. a big effect. Now, just a, a curious thing that you and I spoke about beforehand, and I know that the Premier is, is, has um, uh, spoken strongly about masks and the wearing mm -hmm. of masks, and there's a, there's a much more prevalence in, in the community around that. But we were talking about if you do go through your COVID plan and as a team you, you make a, an agreement that you are wearing masks, um, then it's, it's an interesting thing, isn't it, when you look at, say, one facility, a cafe here versus a cafe yeah. there versus a, a butcher here, where some are wearing masks, not are wearing masks, um, until it's legislated or regulated, um, it, 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 there's also a signal you're giving about your business and what type of business you are, isn't it? Absolutely. Look, you mm. know, like everything, you have to look at things through numerous lenses, mm. you know? Good business practice. Well, you know, mm. at the end of the day, you're here about driving revenue and being sustainable. Mm. This is one of the ways of being sustainable. Mm. And also mm. setting yourself out from your competition. Yes, exactly. So it's more than just that. Mm. Before we move on to the next question, which is more looking at the supply side of things and sanitizers, gloves, cleaning rooms, etc. How have, what's your experience from the people in your industry that you work in and your own experience uh, with regards to some of these quite specific uh, regulations around, say, you know, maximum of 10 people booking a table, 10 people entering a venue at the same time, 300 people maximum at a venue, four square, four square metre rule, 1.5, uh, you know, uh, events have different... How, yeah. How's the industry dealing with this, this to, phenomena? Of, to be honest, they want to deal with it in a positive way, yeah. but it's difficult. Yes. Because the subsectors even within our visitor economy and tourism industry, there's many different subsectors mm. that have many different nuanced regulations for them. Mm. So the first thing, like at the first question, you need to go to Service New South Wales to actually get the facts. Yeah. And then you need to try and you do your best to apply them continuously, mm. continuously. Mm. Like within our business, we have a set days that mm. no matter where we are in the, in the country, mm. we know right that moment that the COVID plan is in action and mm. our further nuanced plans are in action. Yeah. Because why is that important? Because mm. every, nearly every second day, there's a regulation change. Yes. We need to be up to date with it. Yes. What happened last week is different yeah. to this week. Yeah. So it's important that we're doing it. And it's yeah. important for your subsector, your particular mm. business, mm. To, that you're up to speed. It's mm. no one else's responsibility. Mm. It's yours. Mm. It's important that you take that on. The, the other thing, believe it or not, mm. from, a, from a psychological point of view, mm. you're aiming at something. Mm. You've got actually a framework. So 
from yourself, you know that you're doing something mm. positive, mm. not negative. It's mm. actually positive. Mm. So you can actually work towards something. Mm. Now, it also means that you need to look at it from a, from a regulation point of view, mm -hmm. but you also need to look at it from a commercial point of view. Yes. How do you generate a sustainable business? How do you resolve that? Exactly. And you mm. need to think differently. Mm. You know, with respect, God bless us humans. I think we talked about this before. Mm. We're, we're creatures that will adapt and overcome. Mm. We just need to allow ourselves to get into that frame of mind. Yes. And in some ways, the COVID plan and the framework allows us to do that yes. because we're giving up, they're giving us a framework mm. and we have to try and work within it mm. and be entrepreneurial. Mm. So this is actually a great opportunity to be positive. It is, isn't it? It's, it's a funny tension that we have between yeah. a crisis and an opportunity. Do you have a part-time business that you'd like to take full-time and beyond? Our experienced business advisors can support you in growing your area and making that big bang in business. Contact us at businesscentre.com.au. Bree asks, how do I keep my team engaged during these times? They are young and seem to be seeing COVID as an invitation for time off. A curiosity about this, this labour market, this demographic and hospitality. Oh my God, yeah. What are your thoughts? Short-lived. Short-lived. Yeah. Mm. Yes, it might be for the moment, mm. but like in the fullness of time, over weeks, mm. you know, that curiosity will change. Mm. Um, they might be too curious and put our, put the state into lockdown. Mm. None of us want that. No. So it's, um, you know, at the end of the day, we need to articulate that this period is going to come to an end. Mm. And what will you have at the end of it? Yes. And how will you be set up to to into your next stage in life, next mm. journey, next mm. adventure. Mm. Well, will you have an opportunity or you won't? Mm. Because, you know, we all know, God bless us all, mm. we all have memories. Mm. And those that help each other during those, this period yeah. will, will help each other after. Yes. Those that don't help each other now yeah. will be remembered that's later. A, that's a good insight. We've got another one here. Sarah asks, the majority of people that come into our cafe are kind. We have had a few people who refuse to go through the QR code process. What are some tips we might have uh, for people to get around um, people that, that won't go through the process or, or that react neg negatively uh, and impact you know, the overall customer experience? Okay, so I'll answer that question in a number of different ways. Yeah. Number one, there is a legislation regulation. Mm. You can, if there's someone dining in your facility. You can call upon that, just call on it. Absolutely, I'm sorry, mm. but that's the reality. Mm. The second reality mm. is actually human behavior. Mm. You know, in the developed world, there's been some research done on how people react to um, discipline and framework. Mm. And something like 11% of the population <laughs> will actually go against it. Mm. So no matter what you do, you're mm. going to hit an argument or a disagreement mm. and they're going to try everything under the sun to say it's not legal and blah, mm. blah, blah. Mm. Well, I'm sorry, it is your premise. Mm. You do what you think is right for that premise to protect yeah. your team members yeah. and your customers. Yeah. And if it means saying no to that revenue, yeah. say no to that revenue. So uh, I've, when I've been looking at the need for venues with a plan to have a COVID safety marshal, it, it makes me think immediately of RSA. And, Absolutely. And, and the, all the skills and the thinking around that, you know, approaching people, not being confrontational, yep. quoting the, the regulations in regards to what you can and can't do and allowing them to move off the premises. Absolutely. Look, you know, you think about the tools you need before mm. it happens. Mm. So the, t the profile of the person that will be greeting them at the door, mm. what he or she is Getting like. the tone there, aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah. And like, Calmness is everything, you know. Yeah. But the other tool is that you actually have a printed, 
regulations near you mm. for, and laminated. So mm. because accidents do happen, someone mm. spills a drink or a glass of water mm. and mm. it goes away. But if mm. it's laminated, it's always there. Mm. And make sure it's a process of opening and closing every day that mm. the document is there. So no matter who's at the door, mm. you can say, I'm sorry, the regulations say this in a nice, calm manner. Yeah. But you're, they also know that you know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. So they're not going to fight with you. Mm. You have a better chance of winning them over, mm. you know, honey rather than anything mm. else. Yeah. Um, and, if, and if they continue to push, mm. then I'm sorry. Then it's a decision that you as the owner have to make. Mm. Personally for me, I'm mm. sorry. Mm. Please move on. Yeah. You know. Okay, Jan states, the time it takes to clean a room, ensuring COVID cleanliness has increased enough to impact on our profitability. There has been a decrease in room rate as well. Mm. How are other hotelers dealing with this? Our housekeeping teams are stressed and starting to drop off again. We spoke about this yesterday, yeah. about this whole cost frame of prof profitability versus cost. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Look, um, I totally hear you. We're mm. going through it ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, the reality is, with respect, we're going to have to get used to the costs. Mm. They're here to stay for the foreseeable future. Yes. Next two to three years mm. and probably forever, mm. to be honest with you. Yes. People will expect a level of cleaning that was above what we expected mm. six months ago. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yes, that'll bring extra costs. Yes, um, costs, not just financial costs, mm. but costs in anxiety, mm. costs in actual productivity, generally from individuals, mm. uh, costs in actually of, with respect, people saying, you know what, that mm. job is no longer for me. Mm. Now, mm. what are we doing to anticipate that. Mm. Well, firstly, I agree with depending where you are and the tip, depending on the type of operation you're running mm. across New South Wales. Mm. For example, if you're caravan parks versus five-star accommodation versus vacation homes or holiday homes, mm -hmm. there's different costs there. But there's also different styles of individuals that mm. take up those. Yeah. Some, some, some room rates or house rates Mm. are up and down depending on your location, mm. metro versus regional versus rural. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a, I'm not trying to move away from the, the answer, yeah. but we need to take that into context. Yeah. The other thing, so what I'm actually getting at, maybe you can actually charge more if you're in a particular sector, yes. in a particular location. Yes. If you're a metro, yeah. absolutely. Your hotel room rate is tanking. Yeah. And it will remain like that mm. for a while to come. Mm -hmm. Why will it be like that? Mm. If you drill back a bit, white collar, your corporate traveler is not traveling. Mm. Why? A lot of the time, the co their corporations, their companies that are employing them yeah. are saying, you do not travel. Yes. So that market segment is gone. Mm. Blue collar, depending where you are in, in New South Wales again, mm. is, is dramatically limited. Mm. Obviously, there's no, there's a ver there is, from an events point of view or festivals, and mm -hmm. that, that is gone, yeah. um, unfortunately. And, yeah. You know, we need to be thinking in 50 to 75 week period there mm. when that's going to come back and what form that's going to come back in. Mm. <clears throat> of course, indirect international, forget international, mm. but indirect mm. international, mm. that market is gone as well mm. for probably the next 75 weeks. Mm. So what? So then you need to think about your leisure. Yes. And that's interesting because mm. it goes back to the type of accommodation you're running, mm. the house, the apartment versus a single hotel room. Mm -hmm where you're located. Mm -hmm. Now, the chances are, like I said, with hotel mm. in metro areas rather than regional growth centers, that's mm. taken a hit. Mm. In regional growth centers, mm -hmm. there's, we're finding some market around people that are leaving the urban area searching for a new home. 
Yes. And they're staying with us for a little while while they're searching. And we're mm. actually appealing to wow. that market. Wow. So, there's, like, so what niche. I'm actually saying, mm. in everything, mm. there's always a silver clining, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's how you adapt yourself to that. Yeah. But it actually comes back to the question, yeah. costs, yes, yeah. they're increasing. Yeah. But you can nuance mm. how you articulate what mm. you're selling too. Mm. I like your reflection, it's earlier to what you said, that uh, with regards to employees, it's, it's, it's a case of uh, this, it won't be like this forever. And if you do want to stay in this industry or if you still want to stay employed, then the job is going to be different. Absolutely. So it's, it's how do you communicate that and, and, uh, and, and factor that then into your business model. 100%. And also, you know, mm. one of the things to arrest their anxiety, mm. right, is, you know, um, through the different um, regional tourism or, or regional training organisations and mm. TAFEs, etc., mm. there's actually courses that are around cleaning mm -hmm. and toxicity and things mm. like that. Yes. And actually, a lot of them are free. Yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. But it's a small investment, yes. but it's an investment in your people. Yeah. It's an investment in confidence and self-esteem yeah. yeah. and removing anxiety and mental, yeah. and mental um, issues there. So well, that, that leads us nicely onto the next question. And we've got a few more questions there that we'll go to, but this one is in regard to, you know, the specificity there about how do you uh, keep your operations safe? How do you keep uh, everything in place so that you've got a sustainable supply for your business at this time to, so that you've got the supply of materials, you've got a supply of, uh, of goods that allow you to keep practicing your business safely mm -hmm. and effectively. So ultimately you want to demonstrate that you can, uh, you've got a low level of infection, if any, in your facility and that you're protecting your brand. How, how, how are you maintaining supply? Because I know this must be such an issue for many facilities. Look, um, I think you need to look at that in, from three different lenses. Lens number one is your internal processes. Yeah. What I mean by that is, if you were to think about what is my team members and what am I doing day to day in this property? Mm -hmm. You know, making sure that your COVID plan is functional, mm -hmm. but making sure too your storeroom is stocked. Yep. And that if you're not doing the ordering personally, yep. that the person is doing the ordering has a power level yep. and their immediate instruction if that power level can't be met, then mm. they tell you. Yeah. Because that means the supplier can't deliver. Yes. You need to know it early. Right. Now, you as the employer mm. need to have two or three different avenues mm. to deal with that mm. and already preempted, mm. which gets me to the next part. Yeah. So the next part is actually, how do you know that supplier will make it? Mm. And mm. when I mean make it, I mean we'll be in business tomorrow. Mm. Because like us, we know in our hearts and soul that some mm. of our friends and colleagues will not make it commercially. Mm. It's just a reality. Mm. Some of them, they should, with respect for their own mental state, should give up sooner mm. rather than later. Yes. Some of them should, I know, will go through it and some will just won't make it. Not yeah. their fault. Yeah. Not their fault. No. It's just circumstances that were delivered. Yeah. But then there's others that will make it. Mm. And that's why when I talk about you need to have two or three ready mm. to go so that you can pivot. Mm. So that, because the last thing you want to do is have everything ready mm. and no stock of masks, mm. sanitization, etc. Mm. No. That's your, so it comes down to that. Mm. Now, the third part is, mm. is believe it or not, your, how we as in our individuals, mm. our staff members mm. and our suppliers transmit level of confidence to our guest, mm. the intangible. Mm. So, when your staff member goes to get that mask from that or the sanitation or whatever from mm. the storeroom, mm. he or she will see a full storeroom. Mm. So inside them, they'll yes. go, you know what? We're fine. We're, we're great. We're good. 
believe it or not, they'll actually transmit that to your mm. customer. Mm. And so that sense of confidence mm -hmm. will, be, will be felt by the customer and therefore the mm. customer will be at ease. Mm. And mm. the customer will know that Mary, John, Jimmy is protected as the staff member, mm. but also Mary, John, Jimmy as mm. the owner mm. is doing everything right. If you have a business problem or question, get in touch with us. We can get our team of advisors and experts to help you with your business problems in an upcoming show. We've got some more questions, but before we go to those, I, I just want to ask a specific question, if you can give us a sense of it, around uh, you know, this supply matter. But if, if you do require to do a deep clean, yes. have you got a, can you give us a, a, you know, a, 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 some bearings around that? What, would, what are the costs for something like that for, a, you know, say, a, it, it, a facility? It, look, you're talking somewhere between two and a half to $15,000. Wow, depending on the size and, and scale. 100%, yeah. yeah right. And, you know, also, what, where is your premise indirect or directly? Mm. Like, there's, there's different variations, and mm. I don't mean to be... No, no. ...divisive, or, mm. but it's different, yeah. you know? And it also comes down to the amount of people that are in it, mm -hmm. that, are, that can be in it, mm -hmm the intensity of the deep clean as well. Right. Do you know? So there's yeah. a variety of different factors. Okay, so these, these specialised cleaning companies and these cleaning regimes, they, they, they will quote you and they'll give you a sense depending on the context, the, the, the level of exposure, but you could be up for, it's quite, it's oh, thousands of dollars. It's 100%. It's not, not like coming in for the day and oh, it's no, like no, no. a few hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Look, they're trained. Mm. They're, they're in um, hazmats and everything. Mm. They're carrying specialised equipment. Mm. The chemicals alone inside that is unbelievably expensive right so and it's and you they need to do things right mm. they need to be precise and mm -hmm. slow mm -hmm. and um, they want to make sure with mm. respect to them mm. that you can open again so do the health authority or the authority that's closed you under the under the regulation do they then come back and do an inspection is that's what you've heard they're working with the cleaning company right that's um, doing the deep clean so yeah. yes they're in continuous communication yeah. and not just the health but other authorities too you know okay. the council in your area mm -hmm. uh, and this will be different for different council areas right yes. the council the regulatory services within that council in that area mm -hmm. may have further um, mm. uh, restrictions or criteria mm. that they have to meet as well mm. so that's why I keep going back to service New South Wales yeah. and in your local area you need to go to the council yeah you know? So be, be on the front foot, be proactive very much to engage with them. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Okay, Dave asks, uh, my restaurant was hit hard during the initial lockdown. We started to get back to normal, but the recent outbreaks in a suburb that he's in uh, have been hit again. I'm thinking of walking away from my business. What advice can you give with me exiting my business? Okay. Mm. Now, sorry, Matt, yeah. firstly. Yeah. Um, need to look at it from a number of different factors. One is your mm -hmm. financial position, mm -hmm. your actual liabilities, mm -hmm. mortgages, mm -hmm. um, leases, yep. a whole variety of different avenues. Yep. And everybody is different. So you need to go to your accountant and get mm -hmm. some services, servicing advice. Yep. You also need to understand it from a, um, your team members. Mm -hmm. what, what are you actually, mm -hmm. what are your responsibilities to your team? Mm -hmm. uh, be it financial and, mm -hmm. but also from a mental health point of view. Mm. How, how can you help them as yeah. well as helping yourself? Because yeah. that'll come back and haunt you later mm. if you've treated them poorly. Mm. It's never a good thing to sleep at night. You know, no. you want to sleep at night. Yeah. And then if it is too much, it mm. is too much. Yeah. And there, are, 
there are turnaround consultants Absolutely. and people that can help with you know what I call a graceful exit. There's nothing to be mm. um, you know scoffed at with someone doing a proper assessment and getting out of a situation without any uh, impact on their on their personal assets uh, and and to do so uh, you know in a, in a way that that gives them a, a better exit. So probably recognise it and then get the help and support. Absolutely. And look, yeah. you know, the one thing that is why I'm in tourism and mm. why I'm in hospitality mm. is friendships. Yeah. You have fantastic, your neighbours, mm. and they could be the local publican that mm. you might be in a pub game or a restaurateur mm. or family of baristas or mm. whatever it is, mm. but we all look after, we might be competitors, but we all look after each other. Yeah. And you know, we always give each other a shoulder mm. and we share, and if you need to share your problem, mm. don't be afraid of it. Yeah. Share it, you know. We're all experiencing it at the Absolutely, same time. Absolutely, you know. In the same way. And, and, and sometimes you may not be in a bad, as bad a position as you think you're in. Mm. You know, yeah. you might be seeing a ghost that's not really there, <laughs> you know. So mm. it's important to fucking go through that ghost for a second and mm. challenge the ghost. Mm. Mm. And your friends can do that without actually yeah. they realizing it. So networks are important. And Absolutely. that's a good thing about this program that we're part of, Business Connect. You can actually go somewhere and get up to 60 hours of support just with someone working with you through the issues. Yeah. So important. And you know, um, I'm, two things I want to bring up. Mm. So believe it or not, your local doctor, mm. right, at this time is paid to have a chat with you. Mm. Have a chat with them. Mm. You know, just because you have a financial stress, mm. you know, you might, they might help you look at it differently. Take a bit of a burden off someone. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. You know, it's, and look, mm. most of the time, it is mm. never bad, as bad as you think it is. Mm. Mm. You know, mm. God bless your emotions, they run riot. Mm. You know, pull mm. them in check and get others to help you do that. And get help. Are you looking to grow your business? We have a fantastic team of experience-led business advisors and online toolboxes that can guide you to scaling your business. You can find all the information at businesscentre.com.au. I do want us to get also to the, the next question, which is what we spoke about in regard to business continuity. You know, you can have a plan for that and then we can start to talk about profitability, but you can get some of the settings right. And some of the things we began to speak about there is getting, um, you were talking about, well, you know, be forward thinking about contacting your landlord. Mm. Look at your mortgage position or your loan position or your capital debt. Um, think about conversations with particular people. Uh, think about your, your balance sheet. What can you do? So what, what sorts yeah. of things have you seen and what sorts of things are you doing? Yeah, so, you know, I think... When we, a few months ago, mm. I talked about, mm. imagine dropping your revenue 30% right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what you need to be thinking about. Mm. You know, in the Shire of Newcastle, mm. in the last two weeks, there's been about between 40 and a 60% drop mm. on revenues compared mm. to what there were two weeks ago. Yes. And why is that? Because one, yes, we had a case, mm -hmm. and there's a perception that it isn't safe, mm. but we haven't had a case since. Mm. And what does it actually mean? Well, it means that you need to preempt what could happen. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, Eric, months ago, mm -hmm. we, we put our minds to having plans about, well, if this happened, what would you do? Mm -hmm. If this happened, what would you do? Mm -hmm. So that you recalibrate your business continuously. Mm -hmm. It's not a set and forget. Mm -hmm. Now, that also means that if you've got a mortgage, that you're talking to your financial institution mm. continuously. Mm. And you pay a bit more, pay a bit less, depending on where you're at in that journey at the time. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with the landlord. Like mm. at the end of the day, the landlord's in this with you. Like yeah. you've yes. got a, you're actually in partnership, you're in a marriage, yes. right? And yes. you need to be transparent with him or her, mm. just like they need to be transparent with you. Yes. So 
we all want to get back to full rinse. Yeah. We all want to be thriving. Mm. In some sectors, in some localities, it's mm. going to take longer than our others. Mm. And we actually need to realise that, mm. both sets. Mm. So, but we also need to know where breakpoint is for both of us. Yeah. So we need to assess that. So perhaps have, get your position, have that difficult conversation and look at what, where each of you are at and where you're willing to go. Absolutely. That's yeah. with your landlord yeah. and your bank. Yeah. So suddenly you've got, you've got a fixed position. Yeah. You know your financial position. Yeah. Then after that, it's about managing your team mm managing your supplies mm. or cost of goods, mm. but equally so, managing mm. what you're charging. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody knows, mm. sensible people know, mm. that everybody has incurred extra costs. Yes. And so therefore, a few things will happen. One mm. is, mm. you'll reduce your menu size. Yeah, so okay. you're carrying less. Yeah. Be more efficient with your ordering and more yeah. efficient with your ingredients, yeah. regardless what those ingredients are, by the way. Mm. Mm. It also means that you can and may have the ability to nuance your pricing up mm. as well as not discounting. Mm. I'm not, no. you know, with respect, mm. nowadays- Not discounting. No. no, try and stay away from value add, yes, mm -hmm. but don't discount. Mm -hmm. um, and then once you have that, monitor it continuously. Mm. Because what I talked about earlier about your fixed costs, mm. they'll be moving, mm. just like your other costs will be moving. Mm -hmm. So you need to come back, mm. reestablish, yeah. Figure out where it is, yeah. but also figure out the sentiment of an area. Mm -hmm. So what are the media doing in an area? Are they driving a negativity? Mm -hmm. Are they driving positivity? Mm -hmm. Because that will f affect people's general confidence on the street. Mm -hmm. And you need to react to that and be aware of that. Mm -hmm. You made a good observation when we spoke yesterday, and you've referred to it earlier today, about that phenomena of, of people that despite risk, will want a guaranteed experience. And it's almost a, yeah. a customer segment, isn't it? This Absolutely. group of people that will pay as long as you can guarantee that product. So you need to, you need to, you need to present that to that customer segment, that group in the, 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 the marketplace. Yeah, so like if, you know, again, it comes down to different businesses within the visitor mm. economy, right? Mm. But, you know, I know there is, for example, transport operators, mm -hmm. <clears throat> that can take up to six people, but they're, only ch they're actually saying, no, we're mm. taking two people, but charging for six people. Mm. They're creating a narrative mm. and articulating in such a way mm. that, hang on a second, mm. you're absolutely safe if you do this mm. rather than this. Mm. Now, that obviously has got a higher profitability. Yes, there's some higher costs, but you're making more money. Mm. But you're articulating what you're doing differently. Mm. And it's the same with houses mm. and the same with types of accommodation. Yes. And the same is actually with experiences. Mm. You know, mm. I'm seeing some fantastic things around wineries and distilleries and mm -hmm. around activities and attractions that are actually bringing those attractions to the home mm. as well. And sometimes personally and sometimes digitally mm. that are just thinking and creating new avenues yes. of how they're generating new types of revenue and yeah. becoming known for it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Really interesting stuff, like. Yeah, there's a lot around. Now, the other uh, thing that I heard when I've been out and about speaking to businesses is the tremendous goodwill that I'm hearing from suppliers to other businesses. Mm. They, they, they want them to survive. They, you know, so there's a lot of generosity around debt mm. and, and credit periods. Mm -hmm. uh, are you finding that as well? Yes. Yeah. Trust. Trust. It's yeah. trust. Mm. Um, mm. You know, and I'm, I'm, I suppose you need to look at it in two ways. One, 
Um, there's a lot of people that have been in business for quite a long time. Mm. And yes, there are suppliers, but they're actually our friends. Mm. You know, mm. Mm. over decades, mm. they become great friends. Mm. And we're going to trust each other. Mm -hmm. They're going to trust me with their goods, and yeah. they're going to trust me that I'm going to pay them. Yeah. And I will. Yeah. Just, but I also want to draw attention yeah. that we need to think about. You know, I talked earlier about the businesses that won't be there tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But it, not to be insensitive, mm -hmm. but there will be businesses that will take their place. Mm -hmm. Now, the suppliers mm -hmm. need to gauge those people, mm. and they need to figure out, hang on, do should I give her or him mm. some credit? Mm. Now, each supplier is different, mm -hmm. but can I just suggest give them a break? Yeah. Have, let them have a crack as mm. best they can. Mm. Seven out of 10, mm. thank God, will survive for mm. at least 50 weeks. Yeah. And then you can gauge yourself, but let them have a crack yeah. because we need, we need to build the pie. Yeah. We need to build the market. Mm. Mm. We need to build self-confidence mm. and we need to build general confidence. Mm. So it's yeah. up to us, all of us. We're all connected. We are. Yeah. yeah. Okay, some more questions. Uh, Brian asks, I've been reading a lot about how hotels and tourism in general have to take this time to adapt through innovation and the use of tech, but where do I start? Uh, I'm working towards a contactless experience, but unsure where to start after that. What, what are you finding in there, tech and uh, innovation? Look, um, you know, you go back to the QR code for the yep. sign-in. Yes. That happened in weeks, yes. you know. Yes. So, and we all got on board. Now, mm. depending on what segment you're in, what I mean, what's, what business you're in, in the visitor economy, for example, if you're in accommodation, first thing I'll say to you, whoever's your property management software provider, mm. give them a call. Okay. Start there. They're already into this. Because yeah. they have, chances are, they have applications through AI that's already connected to them. Mm -hmm. That could be come down to keyless entry. Mm -hmm. That come, could come down to guest um, journey experience within, mm -hmm. within, the, within the property that the guest is already at, that is mm -hmm. contactless. Yeah. So your compendiums are gone. And mm -hmm. that allows upselling in different ways of yeah. narration around mm -hmm. trails and activities and mm -hmm. other restaurants and bars and pubs in a locality. Yeah. So... You can easily do that if mm. you've got a, a property management system mm -hmm. that has uh, capability. Mm -hmm. And the only way to find out is call them. Good, 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 good suggestion. Now, yeah. the next one is if you're, for example, in the cafe and bar world, mm. your point of sale stuff, mm. same thing. So it doesn't matter which system you have, but mm. a lot of them, again, mm. have either inbuilt applications or APIs with mm. a lot of with a lot of uh, other suppliers or third parties mm. that can bring additional service and delivery mm -hmm. as well as upselling yeah. or, or bringing others into a marketplace yeah. or you fall into a marketplace. Yeah. So start with, you know, basically mm. I look at things, of what is the thing that connects our team and our customers? Mm. It's usually some piece of software mm. that we actually overlook every day mm. because it's part of our blood. It's mm. part of our mm. veins, mm. but we actually forget that we actually have the veins. Mm. Mm. So, and all, all I'd just say is put another organ onto that vein. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's already there. Let's talk all things small business. For some practical advice and direction, DM us on Facebook or Instagram at The Business Centre. Sandra asks, is there, any, uh, is there going to be support by the government to get more rapid testing on check-in for every guest? Have you seen that sort of technology from overseas or in yeah, Australia? Yeah, look, um, in one of the businesses I have, um, we're looking at um, mm. um, both devices that can, from cameras, infrared, can heat signatures, mm -hmm. as well as um, putting beams on, on foreheads mm -hmm. so that you can test for, mm -hmm. uh, like I said, heat or, or, or symptoms. Mm -hmm. um, 
it'll become more widely available in the commercial sphere. Mm. I'm not sure if government or regulation will impose it because mm. there is a lot of um, mm. uh, risk to that mm -hmm. um, from a liability sense of le legal. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I think over the next sort of 50 to 100 weeks, we'll mm. see more of that. Yes. And you'll see it, for example, in entry to shopping centres and you'll mm. see it in entry to train stations and bus okay. stations. Yeah. And you'll see councils impose it on streets and yeah. where there's high activity. So there's likely to be more automation. Absolutely, 100% there will be. Mm. And connected, mm. you know. Mm. Um, the one thing I must admit, you know, mm. that gives me great confidence is mm. um, Health New South Wales, the traces, they're mm. on it. You know, okay. it is extraordinary yes. the speed yes. on when they can find yes. and track, yeah. and um, and I know they're they're going after many different data points, mm. and um, it's because of it's because of four to five years ago mm. the infrastructure they've put in, mm. and you know, and also thanks be to God, mm. we live in the world of rightly or wrongly in mm. the in. Mm. Imagine ten years ago if we didn't have NBN and mm. analog. Mm. Holy God, mm. we the country would be shut. Mm. We wouldn't be working and yeah. from home and doing all of these sort of things. Yeah. So it's only just the next advancement, really, yeah. to be honest. Okay, a couple more questions and then we'll wrap for today. Uh, Will uh, Sean asks: There's been a shift in budget to luxury accommodation as a result of perception of value and trust in cleanliness. Has the market behaviour changed in this area in the luxury sector? Have you seen anything there? Okay, um, so when travel in New South Wales, when travel restrictions mm -hmm. lifted on June 1, mm -hmm. um, there was a burst in leisure activity. Mm -hmm. um, and, and not just in, in uh, New South Wales, but mm -hmm. along Australia generally. And mm -hmm. where it went was, it went initially to the um, perceived affluent, regional, um, experienced leisure areas, mm -hmm. Byron, mm -hmm. um, uh, Southern Highlands, mm -hmm. Blue Mountains, mm -hmm. uh, Port Stephens, Hunter Valley, etc. Mm -hmm. um, Noosa. Mm -hmm. Now, you would, they were the upper end of the market. And what, what happened then is from, from within those geographies, mm -hmm. the mid-market filled. Mm -hmm. However, it didn't have as strong an impact as, let's say, in the less desirable leisure areas mm -hmm. of New South Wales. Mm. Um, now, then you'd have to ask yourself, okay, what happened to luxury products that were in urbanised areas, they didn't have any effect. Mm. In fact, they're still tanking. Mm. Now, what happened in bird fluence and in SARS, same mm. thing happened. Mm. Now, same thing happened, it took to the home rather than the hotel, mm -hmm. right? So that they had greater benefit in the home or the holiday home because mm. there was the perception of safety and the reality of safety because of space. Mm. Mm. The second thing is you're in control of the inv entire environment, mm. not others. Yes. Now, what happened there though, that lived for a while. Mm. So demand kept, went for about 13 to 18 weeks and mm. then it pulled. Mm. Same thing happened in Australia. Okay. Now, wh what is gonna happen next is we're all looking and seeing and right now is what that segment will do mm. in the next 25 weeks. Mm. What will affect it? For example, we're in reporting season at the moment for the stock exchange. Yes. So listed companies, what that will affect yeah. on confidence and on actually the exchange itself, yes. but on the valuation of the companies that are related to that. Yes. And you know, you see Glencore, you mm -hmm. know, they've taken a two week shutdown. Mm -hmm. Well, we know the reason why, mm. um, but there's an opportunity there too. Yes. There'll be you know, a whole lot of people looking for two weeks to get away before yes. they're back to work again. Yes. And, but where will they go? Mm. It's interesting, right? Mm. So yes, 
there's actually the luxury market, mm. but they have actually higher cost than ever before. Mm. But also, you can nuance certain types of accommodation, mm-hmm. nuance it, create a narrative or a sales mm-hmm. opportunity mm-hmm. from a caravan park mm. to a recreational vehicle mm. to a backpacker mm. done differently. Mm. You know, it's how you, how you, how you um, want it to be viewed. Yeah. I agree, and I've experienced that again, just going around um, yeah. uh, various parts, how a facility demonstrates that it's got certain areas closed down or that it's got lower levels of concentration and it communicates that. That's right. About, uh, about its rooms and its spacing and its safety. Yeah. And look, so th- there's always the opposite side of the lens too, right? Mm. So where we that are in the visitor economy want people to come, mm. there's large parts of our community that don't want anybody to come. Mm-hmm. So how do we do that? Mm. How do we actually live together? Because mm. we need to live together. Mm. And at the end of the day, mm. what we want to do is live in a healthy environment that's mm. safe, mm-hmm. that we can actually live. So we can create some revenue and live. Mm. And there will be times in different parts of New South Wales mm. that different individuals and in leadership, mm. be it a councillor, a politician, mm. a business leader, or a sports leader or whatever, will mm. take, a, take a view mm. and tell the world not to come. Mm. How do we cope with that? Yes. And how do we actually, and it's up to each of us to actually take that on mm. and say, we need to live together. How do we actually bring a sense of fairness mm-hmm. and a, a sense of being healthy to mm. a community yeah. that everybody can still survive? Yeah. Well, I'd like to thank you. I'm going to close now. We really appreciate your insights. We'd like to again uh, thank and, and recommend the Business Connect program, which is dedicated and funded by the New South Wales Government and delivered through a network of independent service providers to help you start grow uh, your small business. If you want a business advisory session subsidised by the New South Wales Government under the Business Connect program, call 1300 134 359 or email connect at treasury.nsw.gov.au. Thanks for listening to the Business Big Bang Theory podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast today, please review and rate us through iTunes and follow and share on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn at The Business Centre.